New on Curiosity Stream. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Kim Kardashian. Tycoons are in many ways the lifeblood of society. They are willing to put everything out there. They're willing to lose everything. See how the super elite use their money and power to shape our lives on Tycoons. Plus, from Japan's unbreakable super code to the algorithm mining your Bitcoin, we're breaking down the world's most famous encryptions on cracking the code. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. I am good. How are you? You'll, I feel like uh, people don't think I'm serious enough. You know what? Now somebody at the gym said to me that they found me on YouTube. They found you on YouTube? And you know what the first thing they said to me was? Tell me. Tell me. That guy you do the show with, Daryl, he's really funny. No. This is a second person? This is this week, another guy. Another guy. I told him that I'm supposed to be the funny one. You gotta step it up, baby. I gotta I'm step, to it up. step it up. I gotta work on this. PK. Is my camera blurry right now? Um, I'm gonna have to say yes. I feel like it is. Is that better? What changed? Maybe. I turned off. Possibly. Turned it back on. Okay. Well, it seems oh, good to me. That's not very funny. It's not very funny though, TK. <laughs> like, what the hell? It's not very. I'm very so comical. excited for today's show, especially after we got railed for last week's show, eh? Is our guest here yet? Our guest is here yet. Am I late? Are we ready? Yeah, Are 10-01. you ready? Ten oh one that food on the table 1001 don't be late mister don't be late going on? wow this is our biggest guest of all time tk the booking department did good we got a great booking manager right now the booking manager is on i'm about a month <laughs> i'm about a month out oh, hey odin i can hear you we hear you we hear you there she is. There you go. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So Thank I'm you. vertical. Like I'm like not landscape. Is this okay for me to be? That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's no big deal. We I, don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing like the rest of that background. Holy you mackerel. You know what, Daryl? The, the rest tour. of the background is a mess. Is a mess. Because, <laughs> because I, so I like strategically positioned it where you don't see like toys. My kids toys everywhere so yeah oh, well hence done, why we man. have backgrounds well Daryl. we learned that lesson we did a, we did a few episodes and we're like man this is hard just trying to get this oh you guys right oh my gosh i just realized yeah you literally have like the green the screen fake, type of thing. the fake the fake yeah. backgrounds yeah. that's okay <laughs> tell anybody what that <laughs> so we're okay we are we are on we are ready to go this is our okay. show Okay, we're nice. going to just talk. We're going to have, you know, some great conversation. We're super excited to talk to you. I did a little bit of homework on you, okay? One. You didn't need to do homework, Well, the, the first, we, the we first go bit back. of homework. The first bit of homework was, when did I meet you? When mm. and how? This is my question. So How? So Odin, and why Odin are you still in touch together. with this guy? That's the big question. <laughs> Odin, Odin and I uh, worked together uh, about nine years ago. 
Okay. Mm. Is it so only nine years? I think it's longer than that, TK. It could be more than that. Okay. You know what? Yeah. I, I, could, I found I found some records from 2012. So I, I, I oh. assume that that's when it was. But okay. we're going back. Okay. So we're going back to, you know, our earlier days in real estate. We uh, were both young, you know, successful agents doing really well in the Durham region. We worked together and, uh, you know, she has taken off on this path. And I had to go, Daryl, listen to this. I had to go to her IMDB page. Oh. Yeah, more. This is the me first too. I went there too I, with an IMDB, IMDB page. All right. So here, let me pull it out. First and foremost, our guest today, Odine Eccleston. She's a mother. Wow. She is the broker of record of We Realty. She's a developer, a builder, star of the HGTV hot market, successful actress, and overall amazing and caring human being. That's our guest today. Wow. And Welcome. now, after all of that, like. That was some hard work getting there. And now finally, finally, you've reached the peak, the pinnacle. You're on the Toronto Real Estate Show. How does that feel? <laughs> there are I'm like, honored. there's like four people out there that are like so happy right now that are watching this show. We're going to grow. We're growing. We're growing. I am more than honored. Four. I am thrilled. It's like just a beautiful Sunday morning. The sun is shining and like, I'm just happy to be sitting with you guys and chatting. Awesome. Great. And I'm proud it. of you both. I'm proud of you both, by the way. Thank this you. show is awesome. Thanks. So just again, thank you for inviting me. Really we have, uh, you know, we have, we have sometimes a realtor who may be the realtor of the celebrities, but you are the true celebrity realtor. Celebrity so realtor. We're glad to have you. So what's, wow. what's new? So what's going on? So now we realty, let's start with that. We mm. realty. You're a broker mm. of record now. Yes, yes, I am. So we, uh, it stands for Wilshire Eccleston. And um, so I own, I co-own, I co-founded and I own this company called Wilshire Homes and uh, Wilshire Eccleston Development. And, it, and those are two uh, subsidiaries of the Wilshire Group. And we were selling, we're building and selling all of these homes over the past uh, eight years. Uh, and I was happy to be with Reddit Home Realty. They're the second brokerage that I've ever been with. I got my license similar to UTK when I was around 21 years old. And I was naive at the time. I just signed up with like the brokerage that was uh, geographically closest to where I live. So at the time it was a Remax and I just went in and I'm like, with like uh, big doe eyes and I signed up and they were amazing. I learned so much uh, in my first year there. And then afterwards, I was really busy with doing um, some acting stuff at that time. So I, I, I was like, you know what? somebody referred me to right at home realty where they said that basically um, uh, it, 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 the, the, the structure was probably uh, more aligned with what I had going on because my focus was a little different at that time. Um, but then anyway, we started building homes, Lamont and I, who, you know, yep. and we were building so many of them and selling them under the right at home brand, which was fantastic, but it just, it stopped making sense. We're like, we should be, we should have our own brokerage to sell this product. So that was the original thought process behind starting We Realty. Uh, but since then, to my surprise, there's been quite a bit of interest in um, other agents, just being interested in being involved and joining. And so over the past year and a half, we've been uh, developing the infrastructure and systems and personnel to be able to facilitate uh, the growth of this leg of the company as well. And we're looking forward to um, 
to uh, accepting or, or yeah, accepting more agents because we've had quite a few people like wanting to to join. But I said, you know what? Not until we can add value to your career will I be will I feel comfortable um, allowing people in. So that's what we're working on now. Amazing, yeah. And and the systems, right? And that's that's where people get uh, like in anything. Opening up a restaurant, you know, I'm gonna go go and open up, you know, TK's hamburgers, or am I gonna go and open get a McDonald's, right? Like mm-hmm. that franchise is always a, a guide to be able to give you structure, to give you systems, to put you in place for success. And you're doing this all you're going on your own and saying we're going to use our own systems we're going to come up with our own methods and stuff so it's a big endeavor and that's um courageous uh for sure yeah right now we're working on we we purchased some office space at the beginning of the year and we figured that to outfit it would take like a few months right like we have in-house renovation and site managers but it's taking like double the time but we want to get it right we want to get it right for uh the wilshire homes team and the wilshire eccleston developments uh, customers and clients. It's also going to be like a design selection center, but also for the We Realty growing staff. I want it to be like a dynamic place. I mean, a, a lot of people we mostly work from home now, but it's still um, it's important to us that again we have uh, in in case people need this space to impress clients or uh, just work and collaborate that um, it's optimal. Great. Yeah. Have you you've seen Dale? You've seen some of the stuff that they do. Like this is not. Yeah. This, this is not. This is not range. your. This is the yeah. luxury uh, pinnacle of real estate. You know, like this is uh, very very nice, uh, and it always has been. I mean, Lamont obviously with his you know background, and you've always been that type of luxury realtor. And now the stuff that you guys are building, it's just like holy shit, <laughs> this is crazy. Like it's just like a league above everybody else, um, which and is awesome. And you know what, TK and Daryl, there's a demand for it right? Oh, yeah. This is not, yeah. this is not just, you know, and at first, like a few years ago, when we first started uh, building, um, you know, we had this idea to build like estate homes and stuff. People were like, wow, like, are you sure? We cannot build enough of them. There is a demand. Yeah. And I'm sure both of you know, right now, people I've never seen this year sets a record in terms of the amount of people interested in um, acreages, acres of land, right? They want uh, to expand and they want homes that are like uh, over 5,000 square feet. and Any they... bunkers? Anybody building bunkers, underground bunkers? In oh, case you're, the you're zombie the, apocalypse the comes? Safe rooms right? or anything like that, yeah. Well, you're hearing about that, right? Like even in these, like there's um, like an influx of iceberg homes. Iceberg. Have you heard of the iceberg? Yeah, iceberg homes, yeah. not the same. Fucking crazy, these iceberg homes. Have you seen this, yeah. DK? What I've the hell the is that... this? Who wants to live underground like that? ones that are built for millions of dollars construction costs must be nuts for those yeah Yeah. we have not done any of those i know that they're like really popular i think in vancouver right like we're in british columbia too it is not not sure but the the main thing is is though like what are what are people asking for that's like outrageous like are are people coming to you and what's new this is what i want and you're like we can't do that well, you know what? I mean, we're a custom home building companies. We do have um, some projects that are uh, like pre-construction and, and obviously you can uh, customize those to a certain extent, but we also do just like our foundation is just you dream it and we build it, right? So as you can imagine over the years, people have come up with um, just really nothing's too outlandish, but as you said, uh, safe rooms have been increasingly popular. 
this is not outlandish, but everybody wants like more than one home office right now. Yeah. What right? about like they're, YouTube they're... studios and sound studios, video studios? Exactly. People want uh, places to be creative. People yeah. want um, indoor basketball courts. That's been really popular lately or like half courts. Um, half courts. Wow. We got a, we got um, our first uh, a request for an indoor swimming pool. That we're oh gonna be doing. no! I know. <laughs> oh, oh! I, I used to do that for a long time, and uh, yeah, I hated it. I, I, I was like boots, like construction boots guy, and it was horrible. Well, actually, I was construction boots guy, finance guy, marketing guy, manager guy. I was everything guy. It was pretty annoying that industry, in my opinion. But I think there's a huge pools are the worst. No, imagine TK. Imagine how much money you got to pay for a good trade right now and keep them on your site. Okay, like I can't even imagine like how expensive a good trade is right now and how stretched out they must be over so many projects. It's got to be like the worst environment to do this in with customers that have like great litigation lawyers and timelines, and it must be a nightmare. Yeah, Daryl, you're you're right. We're in like unprecedented times when it comes to yeah. renovation and custom builds because, and that's why there's this supply and demand issue, right? Oh, yeah. Like in real estate, so many, so like few people are deciding to sell. Instead, they just want to improve. So we're seeing this. I, I, are you guys seeing this too? Where instead of selling, people are just extracting equity to um, perhaps buy another investment property and just yep. renovate their homes just making their space like up yep. to date yeah we had, we had a guest on uh, a couple weeks ago that was uh four season sunrooms and so they just do additions and that's what he's backed up and he's never been busier and it's just yeah. people adding those extra spaces to be able to to live in so that they can improve yeah. their lifestyle yeah right? oh yeah daryl's one of my partners owns a uh, garage living which is like a fancy garage build out company. I don't know what you call them, but they like yeah. very high end clientele can afford this product and they can't yeah. get enough product. Like yeah. they can't, they can't outfit anything. It's like, it's a disaster out there right now. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, yeah I would imagine a lot of people are thinking that they want to renovate or, or are stuck in the middle of a renovation way longer than expected or partway through the GC came to them and said, um, by the way, like lumber just went up like this. So, it's going to cost more. Sorry. And this is going to yeah. cost more. And everybody just quit. <laughs> or they, you know, I can't even imagine. They got a job so, that pays so, them more. So yeah. you touched on, on, on something here. And I just want to go over a few headlines mm -hmm. that are going to direct this, this next part of the conversation that, mm -hmm. that I think you kind of started leaning into. Um, we're seeing a lot of stuff like this. This home in Toronto just sold for a ridiculous amount over asking. Now, again, we, we have a saying on this show, who gives a shit what the asking is? What was it worth? Right. That's my saying anyways. But this was like 2.1. Yeah, I did. But this yeah. is like $2.1 million over asking. So like, what the hell? What was is the it? Asking? Sorry, 2.1 million over asking? That what? being said, a home selling for 2.1 over asking nearly 50% yeah. more than that. Yeah, like this actually wow. happened. Wow. That minutes, is okay. headline news. It's okay. Like it's okay, right? 
But here, what here, another one. With little else for sale, Beaches Home draws four early offers. Of course. With average prices up another 14%, Swiss Bank warns of housing bubble in Canada. Toronto ranked second largest real estate bubble risk in the world. Mm-hmm. Home prices in and around Toronto are rising and only expected to climb higher. Yeah, yeah. Like this yeah, is what yeah. we have going on right now, right? Yeah. No. So, so you, you were you were started talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It's it's uh, it, it's certainly a different landscape than when TK and I started in this industry in the GTA over ten years ago. Um, Obviously, as we said, it's because of supply and demand, but I also, I think there's a bunch of other factors at play. Um, uh, obviously, uh, uh, population increase, this population boom that Ontario and apparently like North America at large has been going through. And like, so this is not just a Toronto problem. Like many cities all over the world are experiencing this, just bursting at the seams in terms of population. I decided to Google it the other day and I, don't quote me, but I think like the population of the earth has like doubled since like 1970 or something like that, that like sense. something, yeah. yeah, something crazy yeah. like that. Right. So then when we think of that, when we think of technology, when we think of, um, and when I say technology, right, like there's all kinds of, uh, well, and even exposure. Let me, let me just list out the reasons why I think like the boom, because I, I think about this a lot. So um, more realtors than ever, right? More, right. Like, so when, more realtors. We have five times more realtors in Ontario yeah. than listings. It, exactly, right? So then I, I, I think the stats- but They're all really, really good realtors, all of them. Of course, Everyone, of they're course. great. Right, yeah. Even, so I think, even playing field. Is it, is it like 20%? Of all, I don't know, what is it, 50, 60,000 realtors right now that are actually like actively full-time working? 20% is probably a pretty high number, I would say. Like, what are you doing right now if you don't have a listing or at least a buyer? Like, There's a lot of realtors out there that don't have either. You're working, what are you doing? You're working your other job. I, I, I think the numbers are, right. are skewed. So yeah, there's what very if you little. worked in a restaurant? Oy. 50, 51% <laughs> sell one house or less. Um, mm. but there's a, there's a lot of people who just have their license and they're just not saying maybe, maybe 20%, that's probably a good figure to say 20, 20% of people are putting in a, a good effort into real estate, right. but definitely okay. the, the, the piece of the pie who's actually selling the bulk of the real estate would be 5% or less right? yeah. Yeah. the agents who are actually, you know, yeah. doing the numbers out there. Yeah. So, you know, it is, and, it is yeah. a business. So then I think another factor, um, that we don't talk about enough is, um, oh my gosh, what was I going to say? There's a few things. Oh yeah, the information is out there more than ever, right? Mm. Like as the years go by, more of the population is aware of uh, the use of real estate and the importance of real estate. Remember 20 years ago when say the internet was less popular, you couldn't learn like how to, you can YouTube how to flip a home, how to make money in real estate, so the information is so rampant, young people and older people, everybody, even as we know, during the pandemic, are, they're, they're researching, uh, okay, sure, like Bitcoin and stuff, right? And then they're also researching, how do I make money in real estate? And, yeah. and so then that's, it used to be 
and not to say that this was a better thing for society, but it used to be somewhat of this elite club of people who were, say, owning multiple real estate, like had a real estate portfolio and stuff. Now, a, a lot of people do, right? Because it's just common knowledge almost. Sure. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. so, so wait until the combination of ease of purchase, mm -hmm. um, the, the ability to uh, split purchases over multiple people is, is, is able to happen instantly. And the real estate market becomes like a stock market. Wow. Half the population in Nigeria and Brazil and the other side of the planet comes online with internet and has like maybe bought like Bitcoin or been mining Bitcoin or who knows what the hell, but they're going to be able to buy like a slice of Toronto. Right? Exactly, Daryl. Yes. And, 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 and that doesn't make prices go down because there's only right. so much like try getting a 416 phone number. Like, right. <laughs> there's only yeah. so many houses in 416 and yeah. it's less than there is phone numbers. That's right. Right. Yeah. And you guys are part of the solution. The solution is building the, like Daryl making your own product, -rise, high rise condos. And Odin, yeah. you're doing the low rise luxury, uh, you know, single family stuff. That's what it is, is we need more. We don't need more home buyers. We don't need more people to, you know, need to, to live places. We have enough of those. We need people who are out there with the passion and drive to figure out the zoning, to figure out the development side, to figure out planning and say, this is what can be built here. And I'm going to go and do it because the government's not big enough or organized enough to do it. The big developers, you know, they've only got so many pieces of the pie that they can handle or are willing to handle because they, they have maybe higher margins that they need because they're such a big, uh, big, uh, they move big slow too. Those big companies, well, they developers. move slow. Yeah. Well, that's what I was just going to say. It's mm -hmm. like, of course, there's like a level of um, the people who have like the grit and the know-how and, and the stomach to, to, to endeavor into this type of industry of building subdivisions and custom homes because it is, it, it can be quite stressful. Um, but then not only that, <laughs> here in Ontario, apparently there's another like stat I, I read, like the process of, of building like or developing from beginning to end, the process is longer. It's like the second longest process in like the world or like North America or something. Other than like been Germany. Doing it for a long time. He's only 26 years old. That's right. And you know, he, this I've is been doing it like for like 26 years on, on this wow. one project. But the stress wow. of building, this is what it does to you, right? So, and, no, but seriously, uh, it's crazy. So I, I have a, I won't call him a friend because I don't really mm -hmm. like him, but he's another developer I know. And he <laughs> has a property at like uh, DuPont and Davenport kind of area, like a really mm -hmm. nice area. And, and it's got two buildings on it with like 10 units each. And he proposed this really nice building. Yeah. And yeah, guess what? Not happening. So he proposed this really nice building with like 50 units that would have been beautiful. And they were doing like rental replacement for the old ones. Like they were doing everything that they needed yeah. to do. And guess what? Yeah. No, they're going to have to build like six townhouses behind these old buildings. Why? Because like some immigrants in the twenties that somebody thinks is important, like lived there at one point. So mm -hmm. people have to have these crappy old units that even if you mm -hmm. renovate, they're still crappy and they're still mm -hmm. old and they're in a piece of shit with mm -hmm. six townhouses behind them now because the developer has to make some money somehow on this site. 
Mm-hmm. But so we just gained six units instead of 50. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know where the, the logic, of course, right? Like they're doing, I guess, uh, they're preserving, I guess, like parts of the heritage of the city. And um, of course, there's environmental implications that they look into. So I understand that there's usually like a rhyme or reason behind their decision making, but it is so frustrating and infuriatingly slow at times. So it's not like we're being super encouraged by the government in some ways to like do this job. It's like we're fighting against them. Yeah. Really insane. Just off the top, I had to have a meeting this week. Oh, sorry. Odin. So I know that, um, you know, recently you guys have a project in the uh, Rouge Mount Ravine area. So that was one lot. That's now going to be four. Where's that? Right. Where's Rouge Mount? Is that Scarborough? It's like a real upscale <laughs> part of Pickering. It's like uh, Pickering. Yeah, yeah, the place yeah. to be in Pickering, right? So Ooh. I know that in Oshawa, Brandy. you guys had some stuff that was uh, multiple lots. You know, obviously that came out of one lot. You've got some amazing estate homes. Everything has been, you're creating. You're taking land, you're developing it, and you are creating more units for people, right? There's very little infill sites that you you guys do, right? Where you buy one lot and just yeah. build well, that's where we started with the infills, right? And that's what helped us to gain the experience. Really, we started gaining experience. Like we wanted to sort of be masters of the craft before we like expand into uh, uh, multi-res. Um, so absolutely. In fact, we started sort of like our very first one was, um, gosh, maybe 11 years ago. And it was like um, just a really uh, elaborate flip. Like it was a flip, right? And so then, you know, and we learned a lot and did another one. And, and then really we couldn't find homes to flip anymore, right? It was just not making any sense. And in fact, we were losing money. And so then, um, uh, you know, some of our finance people said, you know what, you can, We are we ready uh, to like do a couple infills? And so we did like two at first. And then on that street, we did a few others. What we were doing um, and we knew ahead that obviously we would be increasing the value of the neighborhood. So we bought like a bunch of those um, like sort of dilapidated older bungalows on that street before we started building. What, what so area? Then, in, uh, uh, South Pickering. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and at the time, people didn't even want to touch that part of town. So yeah. and now it's, it's crazy, right? Just like everywhere else. But, but Pickering um, yes. is something special is going on there. Yeah. You know what it was, Daryl, at first, or not, I shouldn't say at first, for many years, it was stigmatized because of the power plant. So even where we were building, it was close to the power plant because it was like waterfront, right? And it's over there, which is like interesting to me why they would have chosen to, I, I guess there's a reason why, but put that power plant on the beautiful waterfront back in the day. But anyway, they're deep. Brilliant politicians, probably. Yeah. <laughs> They are I think there's a use. I think there's a use to the water. I think they have to water. Yeah. yeah, that probably is the reason. Yeah, and um, so yeah, so we had to convince people, and so then we didn't make a lot of money at all in those first couple of builds because people were like, ah, the power plant, whatever. And then, um, but by the time we were like at our final build uh, in that neighborhood, it was like we couldn't even buy on the street to get more lots because, of course, the value has just soared. And that's the hardest thing too, is like, 
taking the commitment. I don't, I don't have all the details, but I know your uh, rouge mount. And, you know, when you bought, it was just like, there wasn't anything going on. And everyone was kind of like looking at those lots. Like, is that a good deal? Is that something that you can make money on? And now like all the sales that have happened recently, it's just like, oh, wow, that was a fantastic deal to pick up, right? Like that was yeah. a good opportunity to take on. And that's the risk that a developer has to take. Another reason why people don't do it, right? Like you said, you lost money right. in the flips. I've lost money in flips. Everybody's lost money in flips. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. And oh, to take yeah. the chances, mm -hmm. <laughs> to take the chances of going <laughs> through this is not, you don't have the stomach, not everyone has a stomach for it. But it's nobody else realizes, it. it's well, it's a tremendous risk, but nobody realizes that it's actually... I think it's easier to build a couple of houses from scratch than it is to do a renovation to a house. That's what we've learned. Yes. That's what we've learned. Like we the learned that like, several years and we learned it the hard way. And yeah. it, I absolutely agree with you. It's, it's, it is easier just to start from the ground up, start from scratch, then going in, tearing down walls, finding issues and Everything. then trying to, it, it's just, yeah. I it's more fun doing the reno because it actually kind of yeah. like makes you use your brain a lot to figure out yeah. all the problems. You yeah. have to kind of understand engineering, depending on the size of the flip. Like I'm talking yeah. about ripping roofs off and that kind of stuff. Of that's course. pretty cool, yeah. but that sucks. Yeah. Especially if yeah. you have a client, that sucks. Oh, oh story. Oh, this is going to cost oh my gosh. grand. Did that, <laughs> that happen yeah. to you guys? Uh, oh, Odin, did oh. you guys have a home where you guys were building during the pandemic? And the and the cost change, like there was a massive cost uh, change, or how did you? Guys yeah, in terms of lumber, but you know what? Um, we like a couple. We started at the beginning. We got some contracts at the beginning of the pandemic before the lumber soared. But uh, you know what? Our our clients were pretty reasonable in because it was just like they, everybody sees it, right? Like it's all over the news. It's um, so we tried our best to honor as much as we could but there were just some inevitable adjustments that had to be made. And thankfully our clients are just reasonable and yeah. yeah and that they just, they want it to be expedited, right? They want to move into these homes. So that's, I think the main thing when someone's having a house built is at the end, when you realize you went with someone who's cheaper and then they're like six months behind and you hate everything yeah. about the house. You realize I don't think cheaper makes a difference of whether you're six months late or not. Well, regardless, it really you doesn't. I mean, when, when you you're try just six to months up, late with shitty workmanship. <laughs> sure. But there's a lot of contractors who will, who will delay it as well, too. And, um, you know, from the work that I've seen, you guys do great jobs. And I think that that's something yeah. when they finally move in, they're just happy. You know, yes. these are forever homes you're building, too. That's another these are for factor. the most part. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, people's forever homes, which is so fulfilling. Yeah. Um, and uh, yes, often there are delays. But you know what? We, we have again, we've sort of invested in quite a bit of uh, like personnel and some really great talent uh, in terms of designers and coordinators and site managers. So um, yeah, people are pretty satisfied with us. Do you have any plans for using robots on any of your job sites mm. anytime soon? See, this is, this is a part of, I guess, the, the pros of being in this industry because I have been racking my mind about like how, okay, I can see real estate agents, like I can see us being taken over by the robot, but building, I'm not sure. I think that's going to be like a couple decades out there. I'm, I'm the opposite, Odin. I'm going to, I'm going to officially yeah. say that I am on the opposite end of the spectrum. I think building is coming before real estate agents. But it's such a personal touch. Like I can see, um, 
what are they called again? Like the, you know, what are they called? Those, um, cause we're not into them yet. The 3D printing? Yeah, yeah, the 3D printing homes or even um, like the ones that are like, kind of like portables. Oh, the yeah, uh, modular storage container. Modular, sorry, yeah. my goodness. Sorry, everybody out there. Modular homes. Yeah. Um, yeah, prefab like stuff. Those, yeah, those being taken over. But the houses that we're building, it's really hard for me to imagine. There's a company in British Columbia right now, they were just in the news this week, that have mm -hmm. like an assembly line of robots that are supposed to be building houses. Yeah. It, it makes sense. Look at, simple. look at, Look at Tesla, okay? Look at Tesla's yeah. factory building cars. It is yeah. inevitable that we will build houses the same way in a very, very short time. Between all okay. the technology out there and yeah. all of the machinery possible, it's like mm -hmm. we're going to be pumping out like really boring houses to catch Bo up with demand. Boring houses that oh. are boxy and square. Boxy, and boring, cheap. And are up in a weekend. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But then they do the trick because it's, it's housing. And as long as, hey, I'm all for it because then if that helps to, um, if that helps to solve the supply and demand issue in the long run, if this is the solution, then I'm for it. But then I guess, my goodness, what kind of society are we, are we leaning towards if it's going to be, be pretty crazy, but look, look, yeah. our generation, which we're all kind of close in age. I mean, obviously mm -hmm. I'm younger by a couple of decades, but like we're relatively close in age. Like, do we carry bricks? Any of us on a regular basis or swing a hammer? Do we have any desire to do anything close to that? No. And I guarantee you, my kids don't either. And I'm pretty sure none of my friends are doing anything like that for a living. So like, if we want prices to stay anywhere close to reality, somebody like either we have to take advantage of other people and bring in cheap labor, or we have to make a bunch of robots. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's nerve wracking because it's Crazy. just like, I'm just thinking of like, I'm thinking of the, like how boring and like homogenous things would start to look. Like, yeah, oh, like it would there like would be a, a whole industry sprung on how do we spruce up these boxes now? How do we make them look unique? Right. True. There would be all these. Yeah. All these cool mods, new materials, mods, yeah. mod yeah. in your house. Yeah. New you know, I new have skin. been telling, Point I have been skins. telling everybody like, cause people like, you know, kids ask me like, Oh, what should I do? I want to be involved in real estate. And I say, get a trade. Like I do like trades people. Are, yeah, it's easy to tell clients, other people to get a trade. <laughs> no, but all of like my clients that are in the trades, they're on to like, they're doing better than some of like. Oh, they're making a fortune. My, my, yeah. Most of my builders are. They're trading. a dying breed. Yeah. They, they, like they where's the new HVAC guys? Yeah. Where's the, where's the yeah. 18 year old guy going, man, I want to own an HVAC company. No, well, dad, I'm should. not working at your HVAC company. I'm not working. Give me the gold yeah. card. Dad. Yeah. It's yeah, I don't know. What's, uh, so you're saying, um, Odim, a lot of your clients, so you're seeing like the people who are buying the luxury homes, right? They're not yeah. the typical luxury buyers. Like, Who's you buying? know how we would grow up saying, if you want to own a luxury home, you better go become a doctor. Like, no, it's like, these are like hard YouTubers people who, you know, yeah. found their way. And <laughs> Daryl's right though. I do have like, we do have quite a few clients that are like, just like in tech, like seriously, the Bitcoin and like that kind of, We've got people in that Mod and also, modern, modern yeah. type of software. 
Yeah, I, I gosh, I, I, it's like because of privacy, I don't want to say too much, but I guess I'm not saying the name or anything. But um, we've got, I've had like this, and she's, they're like treasured clients, and they've made a fortune from OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Have you heard For of OnlyFans? Sure. Uh, yeah. No, what's OnlyFans? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Isn't that like Only for fans. real estate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, you know, I, I, I didn't think that there was any money in that. And uh, oh yeah, I've, heard, I've heard of some pretty crazy, like someone made a million dollars in a day on OnlyFans. Oh yeah. my God. So like... people are, yeah, being creative. Um, there's new ways for sure. And so then to Daryl's point, who wants to pick up a hammer? Right. Even, when they can do that. Yeah. Even a stripper. Like, why wouldn't why would you go in person now? I'm not even joking. Like so many things are changing. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And, and this is the world we live in. It's a crazy world. But like, I think like, OK, we all read a million articles a day to try and figure out what's coming down the pipe next. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is the goal of this show is to figure out. Mm -hmm. Like somebody is going to tell us one day what's coming next. Is it going to crash? Is it going to like run away like a freight train? Um, what do you think? Like you, you don't strike me as someone that follows like the main kind of narrative that's out there. So like you seem like somebody that adds logic to, 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 to your thinking mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. seem pretty smart. So like where do you think the market's going in the next six months to a year here you seem to focus, I guess, on Ontario, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So six months to a year, Daryl, that is like, to me, that's like an, an easier answer. And I think that the trajectory is going to continue, maybe not as acutely up or not like as sharply up, but it will, it will be like a positive uh, trajectory in terms of, of sales and numbers, right? What is um, sort of un uncertain to me is as you said like sort of 10 years out so that was that's what makes me like apprehensive and I because our buyers now in order to compete a lot of the times it's it it it, it pains me to say but a lot of the times they're overpaying they're in order to win a bid and that's because after you have you're to. overpaying if you win a bid you're, yeah. you're, you're like that's you're, the only way to get it you're that's the only three other and, people and, are willing to overpay as well Right. And yeah. so then, and so I, I'm big, one of like, obviously like in the code of ethics of obviously Rico, but in our, we realty is transparency. Right. And I try to say, if you wouldn't sell this home to your mother for that price, then don't sell it to any of our clients. Like, think about like it. That. Would you sell it to your mom for that yeah. amount? But at the same time, some people, um, we're, we're, we are now competing against unscrupulous consumers, and agents were competing gigantic against corporations. Yeah, gigantic corporations were competing against desperate people. So, in, when you combine all of that, and but if this person really needs a home, then the transparency that I'm advising uh, our agents to to just say, and, and and what I'm saying also to my own clients is, listen, this is the market value right here, and but what it looks like it, you're going to need to get it is. I don't know, $50,000, $55,000 even over this market value. Are you okay with that? Because when the, when the bank comes to appraise it, they're probably going to appraise it at X, but you're now paying, you know, Y. So it's like just it's the transparency that I think um, is just like imperative when working with buyers in this just 
unprecedentedly, unprecedentedly gruesome buyer's market. And it is, right? It's bad. But um, especially if anybody's buying anything under, like, say, a million, a million and a half. And it's just, um, yeah. anyway, how do we get Those here? price ranges, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I put a house on in, in Ajax for 550 detached this week. Hmm. I got well, lots of activity, let's just say. 550. Yeah. So that's going to go for double. Right? No, the exactly. last sale was the last sale on the street was 620. And but this one like is it and needs everything. Everything. Yeah. Oh, it needs yeah. everything. So it's it a needs fixer everything. Upper? Mine needs everything. Yeah. So it's a it's a good it's flip. Okay. It's a good first time buyer type of house, that kind of stuff. But there's probably a line. What kind of rent do you get there for, for for that kind of price? Uh, you know, if you fixed well, you have to fix it all up and stuff like that too. You'd have a nice, you could do three bedrooms, maybe one in the basement, add a fourth. And be getting somewhere wow. in the twenty five hundred dollars plus utilities range. You are going to have a lineup from here to Timbuktu on that five fifty listing. TK. For a house, yeah. we yeah. do like a condo. <laughs> it's like a condo in Newmarket. If you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, but anything it's under a million, even a, even an eight or nine hundred thousand dollar house in Ajax wow. has got the same thing. Or any it's crazy any Durham, eight, like any any region in the GTA. Ajax yeah. Pickering, like new condos are nine fifty a foot right now in the new launches. Yeah. It yeah. is crazy. Nine twenty-five, nine fifty, probably yeah. some units a thousand bucks a foot in Pickering and Ajax. It's absurd. It, it's magnificent though, because guess what? Listen, it ain't gonna be fun for any of us if it goes the other way. Right. Well, this is what I'm saying. The, the one year from now, that's I'm not even worried. I think it's going to still like it's going to stabilize or go up. But 10 years, yeah. if the robots take over, as per your prediction, well, then we're, we might have a reverse supply and demand issue. Right. Like right now, I mean, we're hypothesizing. I don't know if this would even really happen or you're okay. hypothesizing. It's happening. It's happening. I am hypothesizing. It's happening, it's happening as we speak all this stuff. I don't <gasps> listen. I'm crazy. I don't make this stuff up. I see it. I see this yeah. stuff all happening and it's all converging. This is going to be a crazy time to be alive this next decade because yeah. there's so many new things coming all yeah. simultaneously. And listen, people will have more time to be more creative, I think. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will sit at home and do nothing because that's just what they want to do. But that's fine. We need people like them to press buy now. We, we have um, we have another guy, Ben uh, Myers, who comes on the show, Odine, and uh, he was explaining to us some of the modular type of construction. Right. Mm -hmm. And right now, because it's still fairly new, the cost isn't really that uh, much of a savings to the developer. Right. Like and these are like uh, mid rise modular, modular mid rise. Yeah. The, yeah, the numbers so don't make sense. The first the first group of developers who are going to do it, it's like they're going to not make the money. They're not going to have the systems in place. They're going to have to start mm -hmm. figuring it out in the end, probably regret even doing it. Eventually, someone will figure out what it'll, it'll drive the cost down for them. They'll benefit from it. Then it'll be widely intercepted. Then those developers will start paying more for the land because they can afford uh, to. And we'll be right yeah. back to where we are. Right. Except uh, buildings will be built faster. Right? Faster. So that's faster. the key. That's yeah. the key. And so then, so then does that mean, no, because it's 10 years from now, right? Does that mean, do you guys think that we could be upside down in terms of value, like today's pricing compared to 10 years from now? Never. 
never i don't don't think think so so. either the the, the areas that those happen in like miami was a big one right so it was like vacation rentals they overbuilt all these condos people got you know Mm -hmm. left uh, holding the bag um Mm -hmm. new york has had those issues a couple times but really not you know as recently uh you know there has to be a significant construction boom and we are the Mm -hmm. slowest place in the world to be able to build anything so how is that ever going to be possible most construction on top of that too right Like, don't yeah, forget, we're the slowest. We can't get it done, Daryl. We're the slowest. We're the worst. We're the most mm-hmm. behind, but we're building yeah. more than anybody on the planet. Yeah. Like, we have yeah. 124 cranes. Yeah. Right. And these guys, I'm telling you, one of the reasons we have 124 cranes is because mm-hmm. these guys are fucking geniuses. They have three cranes building one building or like two buildings, like doing like a dance, these cranes, oh. making things go, go, go. Mm-hmm. But imagine when the crane doesn't need mm-hmm. the human. Well, imagine when the crane never stops yeah. all day, uh, all night. In, and in Vegas, like, they build at night because it's so hot in the summertime, right? So the construction guys, you'll see them going to work at eight o'clock at night because they have to do the work that they need to do. And it's 110 degrees during the day. They can't work. So imagine when it's we'll, like quiet and 24 wow. seven and yeah. like automated. no human automated. Yep. Even parts oh of gosh. it, it will make a difference. But that's good. That That's the only thing that will bring prices anywhere close to down or keep them stable because the materials will become scarcer and scarcer and Mm -hmm. there'll be less people like who the fuck wants to cut down a tree today Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. on top of the fact that people don't even think it's the right thing to do they don't Mm -hmm. even want to do it physically right Mm -hmm. yeah so like somebody's going to come up with like this new building material soon yeah. and all the other building materials are getting to it. Like things are going to get nutty. Look, Tesla's making like their own material to make their cars with. Like people are going to start figuring out some weird shit soon. Yeah. We're going to oh start gosh, building what a lumber. A time. Everything. What a Side, time. Siding, yeah. siding, plumbing fixtures, appliances, countertops. Right. Uh, 3D printed toilets. Can you imagine? Yeah. Just print a toilet. Who cares that it's cracked, right? (laughs) You know what? I'm a new one. Wouldn't want that to be the first one using my house. Like, it's exciting. Like, as much as it's like sort of nerve-wracking, it's like, I'm so, I think we're so lucky to be like, like around this age, like at this time, because we've got, we've, we had the blessing of, of experiencing quite a divergent time too, right? Like in the, you know, when the nineties, I mean, we've always had the internet, but still not what it is today. So at least we had like a glimpse of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We know yeah. we got to see, we got to see the world before the internet. Like when we yeah. were kids, we got to yeah. see the, the internet come about where everyone's kind of like, ah, whatever. You know how people yeah. used to talk about the internet, like, ah, oh, the internet, you, know, like, <laughs> yeah. you don't need that stuff. And yeah. to basically now it's like the internet is king. It is taken over. It's life. You know, you, yeah. you you just can't go anywhere. Like the no, very look, first thing is we all Wi-Fi. Grew up without it, in. imagine. Imagine the perspective where it not only is it like been forever, it's so yeah. ingrained, like so ingrained. Yeah. People will so buy that. The, oh, the we kids, lost your video. Oh, there you go. The, ki- oh, the you kids know, right now who are growing sorry. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then guys, sorry, it's like, but so then does this mean um does this mean that they'll start charging for the internet? Right, like more, like I think it'll get cheaper. They want more people on. It'll be free. Yeah, I think the the big companies will realize they'll say, 
we need to bypass Rogers and Bell and all that kind of stuff because if mm-hmm. people are if they don't have right. access, they can't mm-hmm. we can't get their information, which is the most valuable mm-hmm. part of the internet, or we can't mm-hmm. get them to purchase from us. And they then want it'll more just people be free satellites on. in it's... the air. More you know, people on. everyone's more. getting the internet. Bring yeah, on the sense. third world countries and so get just them a quick spending. question. Just a quick question out of my own curiosity. How did you guys meet? You two meet. That's a good question, TK. How did we meet? <laughs> we met through mutual friends and uh, it started out where Dale asked me to play hockey on his team because I know how to play and everyone on his team didn't. And uh, <laughs> we ended up- me, uh, the goalie. Yeah, Dale was like a starting goalie. He's like, his daughter played. So he's like, how hard could it be? You know, she she's an athletic, you know, teenage girl playing like high level girls hockey. I'll just go and play hockey. I always at, wanted uh, to be a goalie. League. So I, I said, yeah, sure, I'll come out. And so then we became friends. And then I think one day he was like, oh, you're a real estate broker? Like, we didn't even talk real estate at first. And um, then now we've done, uh, you know, some deals together. And he helps. He, he's actually my, like, development advisor. So all my development Wonderful. deals and clients, I go to Daryl. He's he's very, very knowledgeable. He's good. If you ever have information, Odin, that you need for mid-rise, high-rise condo buildings, anything like that, take Daryl's information. Trust me. Talk to him. Uh, you know, try not to hype him up too much right now, but uh, he's a very valuable. He's been asset. around the block a couple of no, times and really he is worn for it. Worn for wear here. But that's <laughs> we're a whole working other on, we're working on our first, I mean, it's like very preliminary stages, but potential um, high rise in St. Catherine. That's another mm. really booming part of Ontario. So that would be our first, but it's, such a long ways away from like say marketing or anything like that so daryl i will probably be hitting you up for some questions oh, yeah. we, we should talk yeah. you'd love a lot of the stuff i've got where i'm working on in the background i'm like this nice. evil scientist yeah actually he's got some really yeah. cool tech stuff too so actually that's another reason to talk to modine so i just oh. am i'm part of the beta testing right now i don't know how much i can mm-hmm. talk about daryl no okay yeah, yeah, yeah. what it's getting out there He's got a he's got a platform right now for brokers to be able to release information. So I just did like a sixplex that I have for sale down in the annex and we launched nice. everything and I got an offer. I'm going to go see the clients this afternoon. So hopefully nice. it worked and got it sold. Oh, you did? Congratulations. Yeah. And uh, it's just like a because super, super, super coordinated type of platform for people in, in our space. When I'm doing investment properties, when you're doing developments, you know, single family, it's going to, you know, it, it works for single family too, but commercial investment development, it's like, it blows everything out of the water. You know, nice. and Daryl developed that himself from his uh, Oh, I can't wait basement. to hear more. <laughs> nice. cool. Yeah, there's some fun stuff going on here, but listen, I'm old, I'm boring. We want to talk about you. We only have a bit more time left and believe me, you're a hell of a lot more interesting than I am. That's, that's for damn sure. What, so, so what about the I CBC saw... article? Yeah, hold on. You have a show on TV, don't you? Like, you're all with Marilyn Dennis. Like, you're you're the real deal here. What the (laughs) hell are you doing on this show? Well, I mean, I'm having so much fun. And it's just like, yeah, as I said, honestly, I go way back with TK. So as soon as he messaged me, I was like, of course. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, we worked on Hot Market on HGTV. I don't know if any of you guys happen to... I saw some clips because I don't have TV, yeah. but I saw some clips. It was I great. Saw well, good. I, saw, I saw one with you and Lamont and the clients okay. came in and they were like, hey, we're looking for this and that. And that was cool. Yeah. 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 And so that's the thing. It's so interesting, TK. You're right. So many people just no longer have traditional TV. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't. So that was um, a great success 
but um, now, and I can't say much, but we're working on um, something else. And it is because again, people don't have TV. It's like on a streaming platform. Smart. Right. Yeah. Smart. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the, way that's to the go. key right now. And yeah. like, mm-hmm. Who do you know that is like, has a big long list of content that they have to watch right now? It's like, isn't it, isn't everybody scrambling for new cool stuff to watch? Like, and every network too needs stuff on their network. Oh, I see now. what you mean. Like, like the if Netflixes and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you're in content creation, even if it's crap, you're get it's mm-hmm. a payday right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Daryl, I, I wish I had the time to come up with my own content. This is actually like, like a, like a production company. So, yeah. they, this is like what they do. And yeah, so, yeah. yeah, they're working on um, something like surrounding like uh, our business. Uh, for one of the streamers so I'm I honestly I just sort of go through the motions because um obviously we're very busy just with our main uh bread and butter but it's like um it's very uh it's such a compliment it's it's a compliment right it's just like you're interested in what it's like who am I to say no so I just go through the motions and then um yeah it's 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 exciting you're delegating right that's what they do yeah. you're delegating you guys work on the yeah. production if you figure yeah. it out i'll show up do my thing i'll just show up and, and do my success, thing right I, exactly that's fantastic it's we uh back in the day we uh we did a couple of sizzle reels for some of those production companies mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what a crazy adventure yeah we never made yeah. it onto the air though because i guess we were too boring but they came up with but, some pretty nutty concepts for me there was like deconstructing daryl and it was like me going to a therapist how and did that not get picked up you should see the scissor reel it's friggin hilarious you should see my uh i gotta find it my uh my audition for like hgtv one time oh my god i gotta find these things they did a commercial I, that on was my the name? deconstructing daryl yeah and it was like i was like a crazy guy and I went to, they had like a fake uh, uh, psychiatrist for me to go to, like some lady from another show. <laughs> it was all like scripted. I'm like, wine. <laughs> what? I was this about God. real estate? What was it about? It was about, yeah, construction. Yeah. When I had my general oh. contracting business. Yeah, it was pretty, hmm. pretty crazy. I have a very beautiful wife, luckily. And well, she, I'm going to start uh, an IMDb page just for Daryl, just to put it on good. there. I'll bet you say. I have one. Scissor if, reel. If not for my my uh, balding Facebook page, must be posted there. No. <laughs> yeah, pretty Amazing. crazy, though. That's great that you actually got on the air, though, because people don't realize yeah. like how slim a chance you, you got so, it all going the right way. Well, this is the thing, Daryl. So I had somebody else had a, approached uh, me about and I did a whole scissor reel too. And they followed uh, us around for a few months and it was a, a complete waste of time. It was a complete waste of time because it didn't go anywhere. And so then when these people called um, uh, like a couple years ago, I was like, oh gosh, not again. Because it takes up so much energy and time, right? So it was you like get another excited. Production. Yeah. But I'm just like, I've already kind of been down this path and it didn't go anywhere. But I'm just like, you know what? Again. Who am I to turn down mm. this type of opportunity? Sure. You guys want to put the resources and this and that and to do it. So I said, sure. And then like, uh, like about maybe a year after that, they called me. They're like, hey, remember when we were like following you around? Well, the show got picked up by HGTV. Whoa. I'm like, what? what? So 
Yeah, that's great. And that ties everything you're doing together in a phenomenal way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What what an opportunity. You've got a brand and I'll I'll give an example of like the American version, which would be Ryan Serhan. Right. You've you've obviously, you know, I don't know any other Canadians that I could compare to Ryan Serhan. From one week to the next, we have the Canadian Ryan Serhan on the show. (laughs) And last week we have the Canadian Alex Jones. We are on Canadian fire here. Yeah. Oh and, and but that's what it is. It's a, you're building a brand, right? And so when the it's brand great. gets so recognized and the reputation so high, then all of a sudden people just they don't want to go anywhere else and that they trust you, right? And that they just want to do whatever it is you say. You like buy this well, house, uh, you know, build this mm-hmm. house, uh, you know, stage your house, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's 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 huge. It's huge for the brand. Yeah. But it does come down to again just the quality of work that you do, right? Because people it's substance over hype, right? People can, they can smell what's sort of like solid from what is just, as I said, kind of hype. So Mm -hmm. it's really important to us that um, that's just like a bonus, right? Like that's just a bonus, but really it's all about uh, the referrals and people having an excellent experience with us and um, them getting great results. Yes. For sure. Yeah. And and being able to take them to a development with the houses mm-hmm. built, being built, you know, yeah. satisfied customers, you know, long-standing real estate career. Like, yeah, I, I get it. Just Absolutely. the brand itself though, is just mm-hmm. part of the, the bonus of doing anything yeah. uh, on HGTV and yeah. obviously any, any streaming service, which really YouTube, mm-hmm. like look at how many celebrities there are on YouTube. Look how many people mm-hmm. that we know of because of YouTube, right? Yeah. Daryl yeah. Frank. It's great. Has it is the accessibility. Everybody yeah. has YouTube, but just like Everybody. you, TK, like so many people, they just, they're over cable, unfortunately. Yeah. So that's another thing that's changing, like right before our eyes. My wife yeah. is the only one that, actually, that's not true. I watch sports on cable. Yeah. If my, Same. my, but I could stream them easily. For some reason, my wife just likes kind of clicking through a thousand channels. Me too. Me yeah. too. I, it's I refuse a thing, to man. give it up. I refuse <laughs> it to give it thing. up. I don't know if I'm a dinosaur or what, but I'm just like, no, I, people, they have like even these boxes and stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I got, know, I got the box. I have the channels. I don't click, but I, have I don't, I don't want, I just, I just like it. Like, I just, I don't know. I like the conventional way, I but I, I know we're the last of a dying breed. You guys are the last of a dying breed, like, <laughs> like smokers, people that smoke real cigarettes. I saw a really cool thing. A guy, uh, um, investor that I know, he did a smoking shed. So he's got like, he does multi-family residential. So like, you know, 20, 30 unit buildings. And he built out of steel, a shed for people to smoke. So instead of, you know, you can't tell people to not smoke in the building, but you put, he's got all these little vents on the side of the building. It's Mm -hmm. like a shed, but it's made Mm -hmm. of steel. So it's fireproof. And he put it out in the yard behind the apartment building with all these nice little seats and it looks all decorated and cool. stuff to encourage people to go out and smoke in their building. So if you have landlords, sure. that's a great yeah. idea, right? You want people mm-hmm. to stop smoking in the house, build them an outdoor shed for them to go and sit down. And- well, yeah. even we had a request to that point of um, somebody wanted like a cigar room within their mm. house. So we just, it was, it's in the house and it's just like ventilated differently for them yeah. to smoke cigars. Yeah. and other things in yeah oh cigars quote unquote okay <laughs> whatever whatever they want to smoke they can smoke anymore. It. it's cool yeah now it's that's cool. right yeah right yeah but, but, vent, but venting so that would be a kind of like a, a unique thing like that would be like a unique thing where you're all of a sudden you're like 
Okay, who do we got to find who knows how to build these smoking rooms, right? Like it's not Humidor, just like your typical. and then yeah. Like, yeah. imagine it would be the same people that build like a wine cellar, wouldn't it? I don't know. I think the HVAC uh, guys know. Uh, yeah, they're so involved. Yeah, the wine cellars obviously in terms of um like uh, refrigeration and and but um yeah this it's yeah it, it's it's where they can smoke but it it's completely it goes. It doesn't like crazy exhaust system. Right. Yeah. You know, it doesn't like smoke up in the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Back in the back in the day when I worked in the lumber yards or in the lumber business with my my uncle, who's a gigantic real estate mogul and has more money than God, they decided, you know, you couldn't smoke in the offices anymore. This is probably 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so he designated his office the smoking area. And he built like this crazy, crazy office with tons of ventilation and the fire department just kept coming in and finding him all the time and he would just keep smoking <laughs> smokers are crazy you know what it's their life it's their life so dean i want to i want to give you a shameless plug get on i want to know that. where where people can find you okay so uh where are all your you know people going to see you right now on instagram we've got at odin mm-hmm. uh yeah has launched a uh we Realty has launched a website. It's yeah, not. Which we it shared hasn't, at the beginning. Yeah, it hasn't officially launched. It still needs. It still has some work uh, to be done, but it will like officially launch uh, probably within the next month or so. But just WeRealtyInc.com and pretty much all my socials are at Odin, um, the Wilshire Group.com, um, Wilshire Homes on Instagram, and uh, We Developments Inc. on Instagram yeah. as well. Awesome. Ooh, Even if you're not right. planning on building a luxury home, it's a great page just to follow, just to be able to see what luxury homes look like and maybe put that on your vision board. But uh, mm-hmm. Odin, I really, really appreciate it. This has been a great episode. I know everyone's going to yes, love it. Thank you. And uh, feel free to share it on any of your, you know, uh, Instagrams or, or anything like that as well. Oh, and well uh, it's been great catching up with you. Yeah. Well. And, and next so time, please, if you could bring Drake with you, that would be great. <laughs> Oh, we're going to get Drake ourselves. Drake. Okay, don't worry. We got him. All right. We got a really good booking manager lined up on this show. So we got we got the connections. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy Thanks your uh, Sunday, Odin. Great to meet you. That was It's so fun. So gr- wonderful to meet you too, Daryl. And then TK, I might check out your listing in Ajax because that sounds like an incredible deal. No problem. It's five win, Woodhouse in Ajax. Win, win. What is it? Look at this. Five Woodhouse. Woodhouse. Oh, Woodhouse. oh, over there, Woodhouse. Okay, yeah. yeah. But that, those are good. Those are good building lots too. Sixty like foot over there. Edge, Forty yeah. at the back. Reverse pie. Hmm. Cute little area. Okay. Yeah. Would you like to give us the MLS number, TK? I don't know <laughs> but there's enough info to make it work. on curiosity street uncover engineering secrets from history's greatest masters from the mysteries of the first man-made waterways to the building techniques of the early americas it's ancient engineering plus 40 tons of trucks speeding down the interstate can be a recipe for disaster see how today's smarter new age big rigs pave the way for safer highways on high-tech trucks watch now on curiosity stream annual plans are twenty dollars just a dollar 67 a month visit curiositystream.com